0: Well, at this time, I'd like to invite up Pastor Joe and Pastor Jerry as they bring us out the series on angels.
1: Hallelujah. Now, I will say this before we get started. Okay. Um, I want to read a portion of scripture because... I don't know. I got to check in my spirit earlier about, you know, we're going to study about angels and, and we'll say why we're going to study about angels. But we really should not go tonight, go through tonight without really focusing on what's important and why we really gather ourselves together. Amen? Amen. So, um, Jay? I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you before. Can you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, please? And this is just to kind of set the, the stage for tonight. This is the Apostle Paul wrapping up what the true meaning of the gospel is. And that's why we're coming here tonight. I don't want us to get off on just talking about angels and forget about the Lord Jesus Christ and all that he's done for us. Amen? Because this topic is a topic where you can get off on a tangent and, and we'll spend our night paying attention to stuff that's not central to salvation. Amen? Amen. So verse 1, the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Corinth, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you that the gospel which I preached to you, which you also received and in which you stand, by which you also are saved if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. Verse three, for I delivered to you first of all that, also, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day, again according to the Scriptures. Okay, and that He was seen by Cephas or Kephas, how you want to pronounce that in Aramaic, but that's Peter. That He was seen by Peter, then by the twelve. And after that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep. After that, he was seen by James then by all the apostles, and then last of all, he was seen by me also as one born out of due time. All right, we could stop there. I want us to remember the central truth that Jesus, our Savior, our Lord, came to this earth, God manifested in the flesh, gave his life for us, rose again from the dead, ascended into heaven, and established the church of which who we are tonight as we assemble. Amen? Amen? Amen. Uh, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this reminder in your word. Father, we hold on to this truth, even as Paul said, not only are we saved by it, but we stand in it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done for us. For all of eternity, we're going to give you praise, we're going to give you glory, we're going to give you honor. We start that now, Lord, just honoring you, blessing you, expressing our gratitude to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being our teacher tonight. Thank you that you're the one that Jesus said will lead us and guide us into all truth. We depend on you, Holy Spirit, to be our teacher. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay. Do you want to start reading that while I get my notes here?
2: So, Let's let's go right
1: through the top of the first page. Your mic, your mic. Do <laughs> <Am I lying? laughs>
2: At my age, you have to be retrained. <laughs> okay. Um, just a reminder, though, we are going to we want your questions. So, if you have a question that's relative to the teaching, please raise your hand. They're going to bring you the mics. Also, point two. Remember, we're not setting up debate time. We're giving you a teaching. Pastor is the pastor, and um, you know already uh, there is an opportunity for uh, controversy. But let's not go into the controversy area. Let's look at what the Word of God says and receive the teaching. Amen. Can I can
1: I reinforce something, please? We have to accomplish this in two weeks, just tonight and next Wednesday. And we got a lot of material to cover. Yeah. So please ask the questions, but please ask the questions that are pertinent to the subject that we're, it's if good. you have a question that's outside of this, we have plenty of other times that we can do that. But we got to finish this, this Wednesday, next Wednesday, because the Wednesday after that, we got a special surprise on a Wednesday night, okay? So mark your calendar, You're not want, you won't want to miss that first Wednesday in June, yeah. okay? Amen. All right, Amen. All right. Amen. Okay. W- which Wednesday? All right, good. So angels are some of the
2: most misrepresented beings in the Bible. Most people's ideas about them are based in mistranslation, superstition, myths, and this is a big one, man-made traditions. And this is the reason it's vital for us to study what the Bible says about angels, because so much wrong information has been accepted as truth. So... We understand that the Bible is written predominantly in Hebrew in the first covenant and in Greek in the new covenant. And with a few portions of the Bible written in Aramaic, uh, such as the books of uh, Daniel, Jeremiah, and Ezra, Aramaic is a blend of Hebrew and ancient Syrian dialects, and it was popular among the people in Jesus' time. Note of interest. We also saw the movie The Passion of the Christ. It was a good movie. Jesus and the disciples in that movie spoke Aramaic, while the religious leaders spoke Hebrew, and the Romans spoke Latin, which is exactly what we would have found if we were standing in Israel during that time period. So etymology, the study of the word. The word that we use for angel comes directly from the Greek word angelos. In Hebrew, it's malach or malachim as a plural but both are translated simply as messenger which is more of a job description rather than a definition of their character or their nature in other words the job description tells us what they do not who they are and that's something we want to get straight right away pastor
1: yeah um i'll just continue reading here until we come up with The last book of the Old Testament, this is just something, again, to to get you to understand Malachi. Now, if you understand that Malach in Hebrew is angel, Malachim is the Hebrew, plural Hebrew word for that. So you can see now Malachi, Malachi, uh, is really the word messenger. So we don't know if that was really the prophet's name or if it's just a definition or a description of his position as a messenger of God, bringing that word of God. Uh, So it can really be used as a general name for all prophets and may not actually have been the name of the person who wrote the book. So let's start looking at some of the most available information that we have about angels. Now, let's start right off the bat. We have very limited information, okay? We do not have all the information that we can 100% say this is exactly what an angel is, Because if you look at, and I don't know, maybe sometime in the future, I don't think in this series we're gonna be able to cover this. If you look at some of the living creatures that, let's say, Ezekiel describes. Okay? It looks like something out of Star Wars, okay? Uh, If you really were to develop a picture according to the description that's given us, um, they do not look like the angels that you and I would commonly think of what an angel looks like. In fact, it seems to point to uh, most commentators that study this and have been have been researching this topic, it seems like the angels that have the most contact on Earth, the ones that look like human beings, and by the way, they're never women in the Bible. Okay, don't make a thing out of it. I, it's that wasn't my idea. It's just there there is not one place in the Bible that an angel appears as a woman. Okay, it's always male. All right, I don't know why that is. When you get to heaven, go ask God. Um, so, so let's go with the information that we have. But it seems like those angels that we most have in our mind as angels are the, most, are the lowest ranking of angels. Yeah. That there are other beings within the angelic realm that would probably scare the heck out of us if they ever showed up. Which is probably
2: why, Which we, is haven't probably why
1: we haven't seen them. So, uh, you know, we see that even Ezekiel, Isaiah, his experience. Uh, uh, there's other beings that we don't know about, okay? And I don't know if there's a distinction even within angels, which are messengers, and the living creatures, the living beings. There's a living, in the book of Revelations, I think we're going to cover it. It talks about the living creatures, and they don't look like the angels that they we. don't
2: look like the angels we know, and it, it's, it, you see pieces of, it.
1: thank you. You see Next time, give it. him my mic.
3: <laughs> you see, what you <laughs> we,
2: we've seen it in the Bible, but we've gone over it. Well, it'll say angels and heavenly hosts. Yes. So there are other beings or degrees of angels, and we're only being exposed through the scriptures to one specific layer, if you will, right. of angelic or, or Hierarchy,
1: yeah. All right, so angels are created beings. They are an entirely separate type of creature from humans. They, I'm going to say it. We're going to say it again. We're going to say it again. We're going to say it again. Your loved ones that died do not become angels. Stop with this stuff. Nowhere in the scriptures does it say that. An angel is a separate creation altogether, a different species of being. Okay, just because they appear as human does not mean that they are human. We don't transition into becoming angels, okay? It would actually be a demotion because angels cannot receive salvation. We can, angels cannot be redeemed, we can. We have a much higher rank, we have authority over angels. So for us to become and transition into an angel would be a demotion on our part, amen? They are neither human nor divine, but a separate branch of creation. And, yeah, we don't have to go into that. So Jesus was involved in creating every species of being, both seen and unseen. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. The Son is the image of God, the invisible image of God. The firstborn over, over all creation. Okay? I want you to understand that. He's the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created... Things in heaven, on earth, visible and invisible. So this tells us that the realm of the spirit is not limited to heaven. Because there are. he's saying there's things that have been created that are unseen even here on earth. Okay? okay? All right. Whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. And most Bible commentators would say those are different hierarchies of angels. Different, different types of angels. All right? All things have been created through him, talking about Jesus, and for him. Mm -hmm. Verse 17, he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. Okay, so that in everything he might have supremacy. Now, I wanted to make note of this, even though it has nothing to do with angels. Do not let the phrase firstborn, as pertaining to Jesus in verse 15, throw you. Okay, verse 18 clarifies it. Jesus is the firstborn from the dead. He is not a created being, uh, but always is. Amen. He is the I am. Amen. Amen. Okay. If we don't have time to go into tonight, if you have a question about that, okay. What are you talking about? The I am in Exodus? Yes, but in John chapter 8, Jesus says he is I am. Amen. Write that down for yourself. Go look it up. Gospel of John, chapter 8, around verse 50-something, okay? All right. The Bible tells us that there are too many angels to count. I want to read to you from Billy Graham's book, although you have it in your notes there. Some biblical scholars believe that angels can be numbered potentially in the millions, since Hebrews 12.22 speaks of an innumerable company of angels, myriads, a great but indefinite number. Theologian Matthew Henry called angels the chariots of God. King David impressively notes... The chariots of God are 20,000, even thousands of thousands. Psalm 68, verse 17. The great empire of angels is as vast as God's creation. They crisscross Old and New Testaments, being mentioned directly or indirectly nearly 300 times. Okay? Angels are not just mentioned in past tense. The Bible says that the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. So there are going to be more angelic activity in the future. It's not limited, okay? And by the time we're done next week, we'll see that all throughout the ages, there's been angelic activity, uh, even, even today uh, in the world. Okay, well, I don't want to go into that too much. Um, think of it, multitudes of angels, I'm quoting Billy Graham, multitudes of angels indescribably mighty perform the commands of heaven as though an extension of the arm of God. Singly or corporally, angels are for real. They are better organized than the armies of Alexander the Great, Napoleon, or any other mighty world power. God has given his His angels charge over you to guard you in all your ways. And on their hands they will bear you up. Psalm 91, verse 11 and 12. This is the miracle work of the Lord, but he is alone to be worshipped. But he is alone to be worshipped. But he is alone to be worshipped. This is one of the reasons why many times we shy away from teaching on angels, not to put too much emphasis on the things that the Bible does not put that much emphasis on. Uh But we live in a society right now and in a culture that places a lot of emphasis on being spiritual, okay? And a lot of that spirituality involves angels, okay? Don't make them bigger than what they're supposed to be. Don't involve them. Look, if God wants to put an angel in your life, he knows where you live, (laughs) You don't need to go looking for them, okay? You got that? Because there's some people that have, I don't know about you in here, but there's some people, some Christians that have an unhealthy preoccupation with angels. Let them do their business. You go do your business, okay? They, need, they know what they need to do. Go do what you gotta do, all right? Again, people do not become angels after death. Angels do not become human. They are different from us. Uh, They are as different from us as we are from animals, okay? Uh, This misunderstanding may have come as a result of a conversation Jesus had with a religious leader of his day. Would you like to read that? Sure.
2: Um, Can I just jump in on that worshiping? uh, Yeah, please. Pastor's uh, remarks on being very cautious with trying to... Connect with angels Uh, without going into particulars. There is an entire denomination that exists today in the world that was founded on what supposedly was the revelation of one angel. So God has given us Jesus and the revelation of the New Testament. Don't go seeking another revelation from an angel, because the evil one yeah. will supply that need. Yeah. So it's very—you have to be very careful. Now, talking about the misunderstanding, as a result, came from the, uh, a conversation Jesus had. It's in Matthew 22:25. Now there were with us seven brothers. The first died after he had married, and having no offspring, left his wife to his brother. And likewise, second also, and the third, even to the seventh. Now, according to Jewish law, that's what had to happen. The law of Moses, yeah. Likewise, the second also and the third and to the seventh. Verse 27, last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife of the seven will she be? For they all had her. It's only one problem. The people asking this didn't believe in the resurrection. They were trying to trap Jesus. Verse 29, Jesus answered and said to them, and now you know why he says what he says, You are mistaken not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. Verse 30. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels. They're not angels. They're not given in marriage, which means angels aren't. Are you with me? Being like angels is pointing to the fact that angels do not reproduce. Nowhere does it say that human beings become angels or guardian angels after they die.
1: Can I stop there for that? Be careful about the emotions that you experience when a loved one dies. I see it on Facebook all the time. Well, this one passed away, but I know they're watching over us. No, they're not. They're not even thinking about you. They're so wrapped up in heaven right now, seeing what they see. When somebody mentions earth, they go, there was an earth? What earth? Stop this thing, because it'll open the door up to demonic activity in your life. The enemy can send a familiar spirit, and a familiar spirit is exactly what the name means. It's familiar. It's familiar with your family line, familiar with your life, familiar with your grandparents' life, familiar with these things. And they will come and try to get a hook in your soul. Don't do that. Your loved one, they were saved, praise God, you'll see them again. Let them enjoy heaven, you go enjoy your life. Grieve them as, you know, in the natural way that you should. But we don't grieve as those without hope. Amen? Amen. Amen. So stop this because uh, I'm speaking from personal experience. Before I was saved, I was very, very close. This is years before I got saved. In fact, it was the hook that was used for me to get involved very heavily in the occult. Okay? My grandmother passed away. I was very close to her. And immediately I started having manifestations that were could not explain. And that was a hook that came in my soul. And I literally believed that my grandmother was appearing to me, that my grandmother was speaking to me through dreams, through all these other, and there were natural things that were manifesting to back that up, which led me to get involved with psychics, with mediums, and and my personality went completely downhill from there. Stay away from this stuff. Stay away from this stuff. Get mad at me if you want, get offended all you want. I don't really care. Okay, stay away from this stuff. Stay away from the horoscopes. Stay away from all of this garbage. A Christian has no business getting involved in any of that stuff. Are you listening to me? I tell you for your own good, from personal experience. Okay? Take it away, Jerry. Nowhere does
2: it say that human beings become angels. Next. This is a dangerous concept to hold on to because it invites demonic activity. The enemy seeks to take advantage of your grief-stricken loved one. Deuteronomy 18.9 in the New Living Translation says it this way. When you enter the land of the Lord your God is giving you, be very careful not to imitate the detestable customs of the nations living there. For example, never sacrifice your son or daughter as a burnt offering. And do not let your people practice fortune telling or the use of sorcery or the interpreting omens or engage in witchcraft or casting spells or function as mediums or psychics, or call forth the spirits
1: of the dead. Can I just jump in here yeah. for a second? I, I need to really, I, I feel like I need to address this. You see where it says, you have your—you your, see where it says engage in witchcraft? Yes. That's not talking about some ugly old lady standing in front of a big kettle. Okay, I see more witchcraft in, in churches than I have seen before I was saved. Okay, let me give you the definition of witchcraft. Witchcraft is when you try to exert your will in somebody else's life. That's witchcraft. Today we don't call it witchcraft, we call it control. We call it manipulation. Witchcraft is when you try to impose your will on somebody else's life. So if that just struck a nerve in your heart, start taking inventory. Are you that type of person? Do you use manipulation? Do you pout when you don't get your way? Do you blackmail people emotionally to get what you want? Honey, that's witchcraft. Okay? All right, good. It's a, it's a verse sp- 12.
2: spiritual thing that operates in people's lives. Jump into j- verse 12 with me. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. It is because the other nations have done these detestable things that the Lord your God will drive them out ahead of you but you must be blameless before the Lord your God. The nations you are about to displace, consult sorcerers and fortune tellers, but the Lord your God forbids you to do such things. The angels, though, are not deceased relatives. Don't open the door. Do you want me to go on, Pastor? I'll take it. Okay, go.
1: Uh, We've said this before. There are a different order of beings. The book of Revelation gives us a picture of heaven, and there are angels there. But there are also people. And we know that we are created in God's image, whereas angels are not. That right there shows us there's a difference. So the spirits of our loved ones do live on after death, but not as angels. Now, let me qualify this. I don't want to open up any wounds, and I don't want to open up any sore areas here, but this is referring to your loved ones that were saved, that were born again. Okay? I know it hurts us sometimes, some of us, Know that there are certain individuals that were in our life at one time that were not born yet. They rejected Christ. They rejected the truth of the word. Um, comfort yourself as much as you possibly can, but understand that they would have been given every choice possible to make the right decision, and they chose to, and God honors people's decisions. God honors that. You realize that? Now, also, on the other flip side, understand that to the last breath, God would have given the opportunity to your loved one to receive Christ. Amen? Amen? Amen. So don't get caught up in that stuff. Let's talk more about angels. They are emotional beings. In other words, they can experience feelings. All right, James chapter 2, verse 19. James writes, You believe that there is one God, good, even the demons, which most Bible commentators believe are fallen angels, angels that went bad, believe that and shudder. So an angel can experience fear. An angel, one, the angels that follow Lucifer can experience fear, okay? They rejoice when one is born again. Remember, we're talking about them having emotions. They rejoice when one is born again, and they can experience joy. And we find that in Luke chapter 15, verse 10. In the same way I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Now... Uh, we've got a while now without asking for any questions. Does anybody have a question here that you'd like to cover at this point? Keep your hand up, please, so we can see you. Right over here, over here, back there. Bill, make your way back there soon, okay. Let me remember, let's keep it to the subject we're talking about.
4: On the page before this, there's a statement about, I don't see it now. Put the mic um, up. Burnt off, Burnt offerings
0: of that, your family? Right, that's not pertains,
1: that doesn't it, pertain to this. It's in it's, here. It's, it's, it's talking about burnt offerings that were given to idols, where they would literally burn babies alive. Oh. Okay? Thanks. Oh. Right. Ingrid, you had a question? Behind you. Right there. How
5: come we have these angels with these gowns and stuff? Like, a week before my mother died, I had this... I went to Lowe's, and I had this beautiful angel with a cardinal on it, and they said that cardinals represent the dead ones. Who said it? I I don't know. Is it in the Bible? (laughs) It's probably not. No, it definitely is not. How can we, you know, this is
1: like... We're talking about man-made traditions. People come up with things in their head, and now I saw a bird, it must be my grandmother.
5: I know, but I had this beautiful angel in the front of my yard, I mean, I'm going through a lot of things too. Even, I, I got a crucifix a long time ago, made in Italy, and I look at it now, and it's, it bothers me because that's not my Jesus, then get rid of it. I'm trying.
1: <laughs> get rid of it, this is what I'm talking about. You have gotta guard your emotions because the enemy takes advantage of our emotions.
5: Yeah,
3: he's taking advantage. Absolutely. Thank
5: you. Absolutely.
1: So we pray in Jesus' name, the Holy Spirit gives you clarity, yes? Which way you May I ask you something? I don't really know. I'm an old man. What does that mean when you say something, repent? Is it repenting itself or repenting something in the heavens? I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not understanding you. What does that mean when you say something, repent? What does that mean, repent? Repent? Yeah, I don't know what that
6: means, sir.
1: Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it after the service. That really doesn't pertain to the angels right now. All right? So if you're willing to hang around a little bit, we'll talk after service, Okay. Thank you. Anybody else while we're on this? We're good? All right. Angels are spirit beings and do not have physical bodies, yet can appear as human. Oh, wait a second. Were you referring to the scripture that we just read? Okay, now I understand your question. Because Luke 15 says that the angels rejoice over one sinner who repents. Is that what you mean? I'm sorry, okay. So then it does pertain to this. All right. So, repent. When this particular, the context here, it's sort of about when a person on earth, when a human being on earth turns away from their sin and realizes in their heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he did die on the cross for our sins. And so they then change their mind about things and receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior when that happens on earth, it tells us the angels in heaven have a party. You get that? So really to repent means to change your mind. Like from my, from, from my personal experience, I believed in Jesus, but I didn't really understand about salvation. But once I understood about salvation, I changed my mind about who Jesus was. And then I responded from my heart and accepted him as my Lord and Savior. So does that help? Good, thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't make the connection there. All right, good. So angels are spirit beings and do not have physical bodies yet can appear as human beings. And I think God does that for our sake so we don't freak out because as it is now, if you look at when angels appear to somebody in the Bible, usually they fall down on their face because it's an experience that they've never had before, mm-hmm. okay? So, both good and evil angels are created beings, and they do not have limitless knowledge. I will repeat that. Angels do not have all knowledge, and that's why the because en- you realize our enemy is an angel, right? Yes. We realize Lucifer is an angel. Okay, so he falls under this category. He does not have, he is not all-knowing like God is he's not omnipresent he can't be every place at once he is limited now he does have supernatural powers but he's limited. he's not god okay stop thinking like this whole battle of life is god and the devil as equal enemies not even close Amen. not even close okay <laughs> excuse me so they do not have limitless knowledge and jesus alludes to this Matthew 24, verse 36. But of that day and hour, so i at the second coming, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So just because angels occupy the realm of the Spirit doesn't mean they have all knowledge of what has, is, is going to happen in the future. Okay? Just picture this. All right? Imagine what the angels thought in heaven when Jesus got crucified. They didn't know the plan of salvation. They had no idea where this was going. All they did was obey God. When God spoke to the angel to come and announce Jesus' birth, I'm sure it was just as much a surprise to him as it was to the shepherds. But they obey, oh, the ones that stayed with God have obeyed God in every step of the way. But they do not have all knowledge. Amen? Yes. They cannot be everywhere at once. They're not as powerful as God. Satan, Lucifer, is still just an angel. HE IS NOWHERE NEAR AS POWERFUL AS GOD. HOWEVER, ANGELS ARE MUCH MORE POWERFUL THAN HUMAN BEINGS AND POSSESS GREATER KNOWLEDGE. BUT THINK ABOUT THIS. JESUS STILL GAVE US AUTHORITY OVER THEM. AND I BELIEVE HE DID IT AS PART OF HUMILIATION TOWARDS SATAN WHO ROSE UP IN PRIDE THINKING HE WAS BETTER THAN GOD. OKAY? For, for, FOR AN ANGEL TO BE SUBJECT TO AN INFERIOR BEING IS A HUMILIATION. And we are, in our humanity, an inferior being. Yet, through the power of the name of Jesus and the power of the word of God and the blood of Jesus Christ, we have authority over angels. In fact, Paul said to the Corinthians, don't you know you're going to judge angels? He's talking to people. He's talking to the church. Amen? Amen. Angels understand the Bible and and the world, and they believe in the prophecies of God. They know about the prophecies. They don't know how they're going to come to pass any more than we do, but they know about the prophecies. Again, James chapter two, verse 19, Revelation 12, 12, in the fallen angels who hate God are not atheists. They know that God exists. Angels also understand humanity very well because they've been studying man for thousands of years. Okay? They're not going anywhere. The same angels that Jesus created in eternity past are still the same angels that are on the scene. They don't go in shifts. They don't go on vacations. They don't die. They don't disappear. Okay? They have been studying us since creation. Okay? All right, where was I? They can never experience salvation as we do. They are the ones who turned against God are eternally condemned. It means they are not object of God's love, but tools in his hands for us. I didn't go into this. I don't know if I want to. There's one school of thought, and I could see some truth in it. Well, no, we don't have to do it yet. Let's let's wait till later. Okay. Because of their longevity, we assume that they have much greater knowledge and understanding of God and humanity than we do. Nowhere in the Bible do angels appear as fat little babies. (laughs) They don't sit on clouds playing harps. They don't always have wings. Some of them have flaming swords. Genesis chapter 3, verse 24, as he drove out the man and placed cherubim, which is another type of angels, at the east of the Garden of Eden, that's where the entrance into the garden was, and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Now, this can, be, this can be looked at in two different ways. Either it's angels and a flaming sword, or angels with the flaming sword. It's possible that there were angels and a flaming sword. A flaming sword could refer to another type of living being. Another
2: type of, yeah.
1: another type of creature. We don't know. When we get there, we'll find out. All right? All um, right. It's kind of repetitive here. Angels are neither human nor deity. Deity bears the quality of being eternal, no beginning and no end, which angels do not. They have a definite beginning. Neither do they have flesh and bones as humans. They are identified as spirits. Any other questions up until this point? I don't want to go so far that we miss some people. Any other questions? Back here? Okay.
5: Um, on the page before, it says angels can appear as humans. It says yet can appear as humans.
1: I'm sorry? Be- y- okay, earlier you angels said... Angels can appear as humans.
5: Can Okay, can you explain that to me? Can appear as humans. They
1: can take on human form.
5: They can ta- okay, because earlier it said angels can become humans and humans no, can no, become No, no, just because so they appear as you. Okay, just you're saying the word appear.
1: Right. Just because so they appear as human doesn't mean they become human.
5: Okay. All right. Just one. to All right. No that.
1: more than if, you know, a little kid goes out on Halloween Halloween, they dress up like Regan again. They don't become Reagan again. They, you understand what I'm saying? They take on the appearance of humans. Yeah. But they don't become humans. Yeah. I, I can't hear you because yeah. you don't have the mic. So you're
5: saying they can come to Earth and appear as a human. Like oh, yeah. could be Among us, absolutely taking on the form as a human, right? Okay, right. Thank you.
1: Okay, you're welcome. Anybody else over here? Caitlin,
4: can I ask a question first? Okay. Um, In
1: where where is where are you talking from? Okay.
4: In X ten B, it says this: Angels can never experience salvation as we do. This means they are not objects of God's love. but tools in his hands for us, what does that mean? I don't understand that
1: I don't know how much um, <laughs> I, what's, what are you what are you confuse about
4: I don't know I guess the words like tools in his hands for us
1: well they're they're agents of god they're like part of God's equipment that are sent to help us. you understand what I'm saying do, yeah. do you, is that clear? I don't want to move on if it's not clear. No, In other words, clear. again, remember, they're a different species of being. They're not humans. They're not people. So don't let the fact that it doesn't say, well, God, does God love angels? I don't know. If they're a separate creation altogether, we know he loves us. We have plenty of information on that. I don't know that there's that kind of a relationship that exists between God and angels. They're, they're created as servants of God, as agents of God. Most of the time, their job description and function is to bring messages to individuals. There's many times that they're there to protect, we'll talk about that more in the future, but they're they're different species. Don't mix up the love of God for us with the love of God for angels, okay? Um, Somebody else had over here first.
5: Can you just clarify this for me? I feel like in one of our previous teachings, did we learn that we're above angels in rank?
1: Yes, we are. Can you explain? It's in Hebrews chapter 2.
5: Okay. Can you explain how they're more, pa- I know you said already, but are they more power- how are they more powerful than human beings and possess greater knowledge, but we have more authority because we have Jesus, the Holy Spirit, living inside of us? Is that why?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. And and it's an not an authority that you gained. You don't go to school to get this authority. You're given that authority because Christ lives in us, Amen. and He's given us authority over those. It's like, let's say, uh, uh, in a country where they have a kingdom, where they have a monarchy. Uh, the, the king dies. The heir to the throne is only 10 years old. Okay, he gets crowned king. He's not as powerful as the army, he's not as powerful as the people that are around him, he's not as powerful as the generals in his army, but he has authority over them. They have to listen to what he says, even though they're more powerful than he is. Does that clear it? Clarify it? All right.
4: So my question is, is that with the tools and objects of God's love, is that are we is it okay that we pray for armies of angels to come, like our requests to God?
1: You, we're like going to cover can. that. Oh. Yeah. Yes, we can, but we'll cover that. I just want to make a comment. Hold on a second.
4: And my sister here found it for me. It's Ephesians uh, 427. Oh, keep the mic up. I, not, I
1: can hear you, but they can't. I didn't know where
4: it was, but it's Ephesians 427. To be kind to strangers because you could be entertaining an angel unknown. Unaware.
1: Unaware. Or in their underwear. A- <laughs> <laughs> depending on what translation you use. Yeah, we don't know. Then they'll go walking around the supermarket looking at everybody. Like, They're an angel. They're an angel. Baby, if you need to know, God will show you.
2: Uh,
1: Another pastor? one? Back um, here. I'm okay, re- re- well, talk.
4: I'm referring to Section 7, Angels are. And Who, then where am D- I looking? I, I don't know where the voice seven. is coming from. Okay. Oh, okay. Section 7, Angels are Letter D, they are created beings. And then letter I both good and evil angels are created beings. They're not created evil, right? They're all created good. And so how do they become evil?
1: How do they become people? How do
4: they become oh. evil?
1: Oh, well, it seems, to, it seems to hint in the Bible that one third of the angels that were created follow Lucifer and his rebellion. Uh, so it seems like even though they can't experience salvation, they were still given free choice. Obviously, one-third of them chose to follow after Lucifer. And Isaiah talks about it, I think, in Isaiah 14, 28, or 28:14, Talks That's about the process of how Lucifer became Lucifer. It all starts in the heart. He said in his heart, I will be like the most Pride. high God. Pride, yeah. So, yeah. So, no, they weren't created evil, but they were created with free choice, and they chose to go evil. Anybody else? It seemed like there were other hands up before Over here.
5: Yeah, I just wanted to say something because, like, our salvation isn't something that we should take lightly. Like, angels have never known sin. Angels in heaven have never known sin. So they've never known forgiveness.
1: Hold on a second. Uh, One-third of them knew sin. Well,
5: right. Right. So, but they rejoice in our salvation. Right. Like, they, we don't know if God's love for them is a thing, but they know God's love for us.
1: Okay, but, but understand this, though. At some point in time. Right one-third of the angels chose right. to follow lucifer okay. but two-thirds stayed with god right now their eternity is sealed they can't ever in the future now decide you know what i think i'm going to right. to the other side right. so they rejoice because they made the right choice right that's true right. so they're rejoicing with us when we make the right choice okay does that help yeah.
6: yes. okay
3: Can you hear me?
5: Uh,
3: they, <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't have bodies, physical bodies like we have, right? So they're more ethereal,
5: but they can incorporate or come into our bo- a, body no, a no, body.
1: no, 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 no. The, the no, no, no. evil ones want to come into your body.
5: But an angel cannot. Right.
1: No. The ones that, that oh, godly one. angels right. can take on the form. Right. Uh, if that's of part body. of what is needed for them to accomplish God's plan.
2: Taking on a form does not mean inhabit.
1: Mm. It's two different right.
2: things.
5: Okay. So the, 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 the person, the body they go into? Or no, no, they the, don't go into anybody's body. how do they body? become that human person to walk on the earth to talk to you? No, no,
1: they don't become a human person.
2: They don't become human. They appear,
1: they appear, they appear as, as. as. Right. Okay. They appear in form.
3: Okay, that right. makes sense. Okay, and then... But
2: that's good, yeah. because that's how people have stumbled into error. Exactly. By thinking, oh, they became human. They, they invaded a body. No. Demons do that. Yeah. Demons do that. Yeah. God's messengers don't. Right. All right?
5: And then, as we just said, there was evil in heaven to have pride there, because it's free will.
1: That's a whole other issue, yeah. That's a whole different issue. Now, don't, don't think that there was sin in heaven. No. Okay. The enemy brought sin on the earth. But what? If you free will, then you could this will Who? Us or the angel? Yeah, they did once. Yeah. They had a one-time choice to make.
5: Exactly. But at that time... <laughs> they had free will and they decided to At go what
1: time? You're assuming they were all in heaven when they made that choice.
5: Ah, okay, that's a different topic
1: now. <laughs> right, so don't assume that.
3: Okay, <laughs> I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, you're assuming they were all in heaven when they made that choice and, and there's a different, there are different realms. Remember t- Paul talks about three different realms of heaven he went to the third heaven? Yeah. Okay. We just
2: studied it in Bible school.
1: Yeah. 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 Anybody else before we carry on? Go ahead.
3: Hi, I have
5: a question.
1: Uh, <laughs> Hi, Kristen.
3: Hi. Um, so, were angels? Angels were were made before humans, right? Mm-hmm. So, what was if the? It angel- seems
1: to it seems to indicate in the word that they were created before all physical creation.
3: So, if the angels are for our tools from the no, little, God's tools, God, for our benef- oh, God's tools for our, our benefit. benefit. right. So, if, then why were why were they made originally, do you think, if, if they were before us?
1: Well, God knew he was gonna make us.
3: Okay, so he yeah. put them in place and then
1: right. put us on Cause the Because it tells us that they watched creation. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, cool.
1: In fact, they sang while creation was going on.
4: Awesome. So that, that's that how
1: we know they pre preexisted
3: okay. physical creation. Thank so.
1: you. That's a good question. Back there, yes.
3: Pastor, what does it mean that Satan can transform into an angel of light and is a disembodied spirit the same as a fallen
1: angel? I, I, I don't know that we have enough information.
6: Two questions.
1: I tend to believe that a disembodied spirit that would try to inhabit another one is another species of being. Because the Bible does tell us that the angels that fell are chained in this pit. So you can look at scriptures either way. Peter talks about it. But Peter's quoting Enoch, isn't he? Mm -hmm. Book of Enoch. Yes. So um, I don't know. I can't say 100%. I I have the tendency to believe that a demon is another species of being. I don't know what else to say other than (laughs) that. Without getting into like...
3: Angels when they fell went into
1: the pit. I can't hear you when you do that with the mic.
3: Maybe I'm misunderstanding um, when I read the Bible. The fallen angels went into the
1: pit. You did it again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Before, yeah, Tom, they, hold the mic for her.
3: When they got put out of heaven. <laughs> I the oh, that's cruel. Oh, no, I that
2: was
1: cool. We're trying to finish this in two weeks.
3: The fallen angels, are they in the pit and the disembodied spirits uh, around? Carol, I I, I, I don't
1: know. Noah. I don't know, we don't have enough information. Are you asking my personal opinion? My personal opinion is that the angels that follow Lucifer are in a pit. These other things are demons and they're a different species.
3: So what about Satan? being an angel of light. What, how does that?
1: Well, it follows light? along with, he's an angel, which and they can appear in different form. They can appear oh, okay. as a human. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else? Over here.
2: That was a question I was wondering if I should ask. If Satan can send people or whatever. Can what people? Okay, so God can send, um, not people, but send angels in the human form. And you just said that Satan can do the same thing. No, Satan
1: can only, yeah, because he's an angel. And angels can do that.
2: Okay. How does one differentiate if they're both presenting in human form? How does someone differentiate that the messenger is coming from God?
1: Well... We know two individuals that missed it throughout history. One of them was Joseph Smith. The other one was Muhammad. Both had encountered with angels that were not sent of God because they brought a completely different doctrine than the doctrine of the gospel and created a massive problem here on the earth. Okay? So yeah, it's going to require discernment.
2: Can I read something? Go ahead. Here's here's one of the best examples of how you can tell an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them the shepherds and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were terribly frightened but the angel said to them do not be afraid for behold I bring you good news and great joy which is for all the people for today in the city of David there has been born to you a savior who is Christ the Lord this will be a sign for you you'll find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger watch this and suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude an army of the heavenly host praising God saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men of goodwill and I can go on but what we see over and over again that the messengers of God love his created beings love us. They want good for us. And they bring a message of encouragement. They bring a message of the Father. And they will never contradict what the Holy Spirit has written. Amen. It's it's When you think it through,
1: it's not hard. Lexi. Oh, no, I can't.
3: I am. Oh, there we go. Um, A little personal thing about me, I converted from the Church of Latter-day Saints, and obviously Joseph Smith was the doctrine. And and what I believe, to piggyback off your uh, question, is the fact that I don't believe a true angel would ever present themselves as Jesus, because in in the Book of Mormon. It wasn't God that came to Joseph Smith to give this doctrine. It was the personification of Jesus. And I do not believe that any angel like from heaven would ever like, present himself for themselves as Jesus
1: Christ. Right, a true angel would not. Yeah. Right, you're right. And, and it, I'm glad you brought that up, Steve, because we see all throughout Scripture uh, the angels of God never receive worship. Jesus receives worship. Uh-huh. That's how we know He's divine. And yeah, I just had one question
0: up here in the booth. Where? Revelation 22:8 uh, says that uh, an
1: angel appeared to John. Can I just say something? When we're doing this, it's because the speakers here do not give us a way to indicate where your voice is coming from. Right. That's why, yeah. All right, Dennis, go ahead. Behind the curtain. <laughs> Pay no attention so. to the man behind. The curtain.
0: <laughs> so this is something I, I warned Pastor Jerry that I was going to ask this question because a lot of people might not like the answer, uh, including my mom. But she's not here. <clears throat> so, so, so give us the question. In Catholicism, we have a lot of saints, and the the angel that appeared before John when he went to go pray to the angel, she said. Do not pray unto me. I am a created being, just like you said. So, <laughs> brings me back to my Catholic days. So where there are you going a with lot this? you going with St. Saint Michael? saints that were being prayed to, like Anthony, to find things. Yeah, but they're people. They're not angels. Right. What I'm asking is, like a lot of people will say, they pray the rosary and other things. Are these good prayers, and should they be done or not?
1: jesus said you pray to the father in my name
0: That's right.
1: right jesus didn't give any didn't tell us ever pray to anybody else right not moses not anybody Nobody.
0: yeah mm-hmm. yep thank you
1: the only one that 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 and i'm not you know i thought you were heading with saint michael because St. Michael's a big deal in the Catholic Church, but St. Michael was not a human being, so I don't know where they come up with St. Michael, unless you go with the translation Holy Michael. Okay, but Michael's an archangel. And Michael's, Michael's a worry angel. Michael, I hope he gets to this at some point. Daniel tells us that in the last days in Zechariah, I believe too, or Zephaniah, that Michael, the archangel, will rise up and defend Israel. That's happened already. That's happened already, and we'll talk about it next
6: week. Pastor, what I wanted to say is that as part of the body of Christ, we have the Holy Spirit residing and living in us. So if that be the case and the gifts of the opera, are an operation in us, we should be able, you know, the Holy Spirit will we should, discern.
1: right. Ideally, we should be. It should bear witness with us. Am I talking to a human being or am I talking to an angel? And if I'm talking to an angel, is this an angel that's, is this a good message? But not everybody operates in discernment all the time because sometimes our minds are cluttered. That's why the enemy comes to take advantage of people when they're in
6: an emotional state. Usually I okay. find out if when, when somebody's talking to you, if it lines up with the word that you've been given, and, or the minute it goes off in any direction other than that word, you know, wait a second, this is, this is not real or it's not right. So, you know, I, I noticed that a lot of people, they have, you know, they come up these things, especially in today's society, you, you could be walking, all of a sudden something starts to manifest in front of you and the Holy Spirit will give you discernment in this area and a lot of times we will give you words to say yeah, that he's already planted in you. Right. And as you start speaking these things, these things start to back off, is what I've noticed in just, in just everyday you know, existence.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Carol, on the front row here.
3: I also believe that there are a lot of different created beings, not just angels, but heavenly hosts and other things that are in scripture we don't know yet. I've just—you mentioned before that um, fallen angels are not demons. That you believe that they're a different kind of being, no, a demon.
1: I, there's not enough information.
3: Okay, so
1: I just—I have had a hard time grasping. Okay, if the falling angels are in this pit called Tartarus. Then who's tormenting human beings on the earth?
3: Right. But would God who is love, God is love, and the creator of all things, create a demon, a being purposely, not that he would want them to, but a being that's purpose is to torment us?
1: Oh, no, I don't believe they were created that way, just like angels were. That they had
3: free will and decided that there were demons. We don't know. When we get get to
1: heaven, we'll all get together, have a cup of coffee with Jesus. (laughs) Okay. And just say, come on, explain this to us, yeah, I, you know, because, you know, we're, we're seeing it both ways. Yeah.
3: Thank you. One more question, and then let's cover some
5: more stuff here. Go ahead. I just have a question. On. Um, it says on the, in Genesis 2, verse 1, that that was the sixth day that that's when the heavens and the earth were finished, and, the host, and all the hosts of them. Is that referring to all the angels? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that Host be s- is
1: an ancient w- translation of a word. Now, a word. A translation of an ancient word that really should be translated armies okay. or forces, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Job talks about it too. Anybody else? We're almost done. We're, well, time-wise, we're almost done, but let me just see this here. Okay. All right, can, can you give me a few more minutes to catch up because we got a lot of questions tonight? All right, reasons for studying this topic. God wants us to know that we're not alone in addition to his spirit living in us. He has created these beings to protect, preserve, provide, guide his people. Okay? Warning. We are not studying the subject of angels so we can all go out and start worshiping them, speaking to them, overly depending on them. If God wants to use an angel in our lives, that is strictly his will. We are not, listen, this is why I have this in bold print. We are not to seek guidance from angels. You seek guidance from the Holy Ghost. As born-again believers, our prime source of guidance and wisdom is the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Many have been led astray by overemphasis of angels. We study to honor the Lord, who has given us His word for us to know all things accurately. Amen. Amen? How are we doing here? How far did we get?
2: We're uh, we're here at origin.
1: Oh, good. Any last questions? We're going to stop here. We'll pick up in Psalm 148. Anybody have any last questions or observations or comments that you want to share?
4: Ephesians 6, starting with verse 10, tells it all. We're not fighting against uh, flesh and blood, but against principalities, principalities and, and powers and, and mights and
1: dominions. Right. and yes. Yeah. But we just don't know what they look like. And we're not given information of how they function. Uh, I believe Paul must have seen into the spirit realm, uh, either when he was translated to heaven um, or whatever, but we don't know. God's very creative. I would imagine if you look at creation, just look at how many different species of fish there are. Why would we think he would create one angel that looks every, in other words, cookie cutter? I think we're going to be shocked in the future when we get to heaven and find out all the different realms of creation. We do have someone back there? Yeah, please.
5: Uh, I'd like to know what you think. I had an incident happen to me many years ago Uh, make a long story short, I fell outside my apartment, uh, broke my ankle, it was winter, I was freezing, windows were closed, nobody heard me calling for help, and it was around 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, and all of a sudden this young man came walking around the corner, out of the blue, with a skimpy little jacket on, carrying a guitar case, came over and literally picked me up and asked me what apartment I lived in, brought me to the door, rung the doorbell, my husband opened the door, they brought me in, I looked for him for months just to say thank you, and I never saw him again. Do you believe that was an angel? I do. I do. I do, thank you. My
1: wife had a situation happen to us many years ago, we've talked about this throughout the years. Uh, during During the times in our life when we were absolutely broke Uh, having gone through bankruptcy and everything, the first Christmas that we were in bankruptcy when we had nothing. Um, The little bit of whatever we could scrape together, my wife was going to the Kmart on Route 37. You remember when the Kmart used to be there? Okay, she went there. Now she's by herself. I'm home with the kids. And we were living in Seaside Park at that time. And so she comes home and she says, you're never going to believe what just happened. I said, "Uh, tell me. She said, I bought a couple of things, went out to the car, And I turn around, and all of a sudden, there's this person there. um, And she said it was a woman. But in the Bible, angels don't appear as women. But I guess if an angel would have appeared as a man, he would have scared my wife. And and this person had a shopping cart full of toys, age-appropriate for each one of my four sons. When the packages got loaded in the trunk, when she turned around to say thank you, there was nobody there. And she was in the parking lot. I mean, you can look around. There was nobody there. Uh, Angels. Uh, I guess once their job is done, to kind of like underscore the whole experience, poof.
2: Once they deliver the message,
1: their job is the job done. Is done.
4: My son was about 10 years old, and uh, the people across the street were into Halloween real, real bad, really bad, and demonic. And my son went and got two-by-fours that were in the basement, and he built a huge cross, and he put it on the lawn. And we were on a hill, so it was on a hill, and it was right opposite them. And uh, we had a garage sale, community garage sale. And my son was riding around on a bike, and it was pandemonium with the people, and a man comes up to me. And he says to me, what's that all about with the cross? And I said, oh, my son did that. He said, where's your son? And David was writing. I said, David, come over here quick. So he comes over and he says, why did you do that? He said, well, because of the demonic over there. He said, I built the cross to come against it. And the man looked at him and said, son, don't ever lose what you have. And then he disappeared. And I never forgot it. And my son is not walking the way he should be, but he will.
1: Amen. He will. Amen. All right. We're good? All right, listen. If anybody needs prayer for anything, we're here. Don't leave. If you came here tonight specifically to receive prayer, please don't go home and take those burdens with you. We'll pray with you. Amen? Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming out tonight.